You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. It is 22 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Professor Chris Isike, political analyst from the University of Pretoria. So Russian President Vladimir Putin has assured African leaders that his country will today examine the peace plan proposed by African countries. Also speaking today at the Russia-Africa Summit, President Cyril Ramaphosa said that constructive engagement and negotiation can bring about an end to the ongoing conflict between the Russian Federation and uh, Ukraine. Professor Isike now joining us on the line. Prof, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, Andrean, and thanks for having me. Prof, is Vladimir Putin weaponizing food? Well, you could you could say that, uh, you know, given the fact that um, uh, just two weeks ago he, he, he pulled the plug on the deal to allow... Um, Ukraine to supply grains to to Africa, uh, um, and of course, so these things are fair game when it comes to a conflict like the one we are seeing in in Ukraine currently. So these things are fair game. I see that the Egyptian president Fatah al Sisi has said um, that Russia should revive the Black Sea grain deal. Is that possible at all? Yes, it is possible, and 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 this is where uh, we, we would expect Putin to 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 show some respect uh, to Africa, if indeed he has any for the continent, uh, because Africa suffers from this. Um. You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Okay, let's go back to Professor Chris Isike, political analyst from the University of Pretoria. Uh, Prof, you are still dealing with the possibility of uh, reviving the Black Sea grain deal. Yes, I was. And I was saying that, um, you know, this is an opportunity for President Putin to show some respect to, to, to Africa, as he has always maintained he, he has. Um, you know, the, the, the peace plan that was presented by, 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 by Africa, you know, um, which he did assure he's now paying close attention to, um, does emphasize the, the, the need for uh, the, the, the disruptions uh, of energy and grain supplies, which were, were caused by the war to end. Uh, so, so they have put this cause back to him. Uh, I know that uh, the African Union Cha- uh, Commission chairperson, uh, Musa Faki, uh, made that statement very strongly today when the peace plan, uh, Africa peace plan to end the war in Ukraine came up. Then there is also the optics of uh, who was invited. Forty-nine um, countries that were invited to the uh, to the Russia-Africa summit, and only seventeen um, that arrived. What do you read into it? Well, um, it's it's um, it's it's a it's a fallout of um, you know a number of factors. Um, the uh, many of the African. First of all, the, the starting point is that. As Africa, we do not have a, an African common position. You can talk about the Africa Peace Plan, yeah. but how much into it and how 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 much consultation was was done on it, you know, by by the uh, major actors. That's it. That's a question. But I also think that apart from pressures from the West on some of these countries um, that would I would have ordinarily gone for this uh, 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 summit. I mean, compared to 2019, you had 43 African countries attend, opposed to. The 17. I actually thought it was 21 yesterday, but now it's 17 that actually pitched up. So, um, uh, but but you also want to look at the fact that uh, President Putin, uh, 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 you know, 
to uh, what, uh, you know pull the plug on the on on the green deal and and that's one of the factors that uh, president uh, root of kenya emphasized uh, uh, for his not attending because for him it 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 it, it was it showed uh, you know disrespect to to, to africa and, and so going back to your first question this is something that the president of uh, russia needs to really pay um, attention to especially when you look at the fact that when the uh, President Ramaphosa and a number of African presidents visited Ukraine and Russia uh, last month. You would remember that um, that same day that they arrived in, 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 in Kyiv, there was Russian bombing in Kyiv, which many people have interpreted as either uh, inefficiency on the part of the Russian army or just plain disrespect for, mm. for African leaders, the fact that they were there. So all of these things are not disconnected in terms of how it affected the attendance as well. What sort of deal can Africa leave with from from the summit and I know that you say that Africa they, they, they don't have a common stance right um, and it almost seems that each country is, is 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 representing their own if you look at for instance at the six countries that will be receiving the the free grain but also taking into consideration mm-hmm. that there is security instability especially in the ECOWAS region and you have the Wagner group being there as well well, you were breaking, but my I'm, 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 my understanding is that you are talking about um, the the fact that one African uh, countries are not united. Um, you know, they don't have a common position around you know these kinds of issues. We don't have a template for dealing with superpowers like the U.S. or Russia, China, as the case may be. And then I also heard you talk about the 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 role that the Wagner Group may be playing on in 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 in, in this conflict, uh, and and I think that it, that is that is also another factor. There are a number of African countries, uh, their leaders are, are are very very concerned about the role that private militias like the Wagner Group are are, are playing in the continent, and and we've seen them in in the Central African Republic, we've seen them in Mali, we've seen them in Burkina Faso, and we know that they have connections to what is currently also happening in. In in Niger Republic, right, um, and and so 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 this is a concern, and I would think that African leaders uh, uh, would push for a, 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 an alternative security arrangement that does not include you know these private entities. It should be you know directly with the Russian state. If the if the Russian state wants to be involved in in any kind of security uh, uh, support or infrastructure in Africa. It should be done directly with the state rather than, uh, you know, private militias that don't have respect for human rights and and, and, and pursue private uh, profits and ends that do not always align with the African, uh, you know, uh, interest. Prof, thank you so much for your time. Prof Chris Isek, and also the question around that is considering um, the fallout between Prigozhin as well as Vladimir Putin. Um, who would be held accountable if there are atrocities that are committed by the Wagner Group in the countries where they have been deployed, including Mali. It's a minute after half past three.